Hey, welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I hope you're having a great morning so far. That sky is beautiful. If you look up, you can see the moon. It's still full this morning. It's feeling a little cooler outside, so if you've not stepped out the door yet, might want to have that jacket with you today. But hey, I've got something to help you have an amazing day. You know how I do this, right? It's just an inspiring quote to help get you started. Today, it comes to you from Joyce Brothers, who said, Success is a state of mind. If you want success, start thinking of yourself as a success. Well, you know, I got to thinking about that, and I realized that that is biblical. I mean, when you look at Proverbs 23, verse 7, uh, what does it say there? Well, the King James Version of the Bible, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Wow. So that tells me that what we believe what we really think about, well, that really comes true. What we believe about ourselves, we kind of act it out. Some people call it manifesting. <laughs> I just call it life. I mean, really. If you have a negative attitude, you're going to see the negative in the world around you. If you have a positive attitude, you're going to see more of the positive around you. But it's so much deeper when you think about yourself as being a success or a failure. I just want to remind you, you're not a failure. You are a success. You are loved today. You realize how much God loves you. Your heavenly father loves you and he's working on your behalf and he's working all things together for your good. So think about yourself as he sees you today. You are the apple of his eye. You are loved and he wants you to succeed. He sees you as a success. And if he sees you that way, you can believe it because it's true. So go out there, have the best day ever, and keep it locked in right here to 88.5 JFM. Here's Kate Thompson with Arms of Jesus. The miracle you're on. Here in the South, we do things just a little bit different. Yeah, we talk a little bit different too. Of course, those Southern accents are common, but you know what? Lots of times, uh, well, <laughs> I think we're a little mistaken on certain words like Chester drawers. It's not Chester like a name drawers, it's chest of drawers, right? But it's just easier to say Chester drawers. It just rolls off the tongue a little better, right? Mm -hmm. How about this? Uh, this is one that'll really tell you. Oil. Do you say oil or do you say ol? <laughs> a lot of people say ol. <laughs> so, hey, I could go on and on with a list of these, and you could probably think of a few that I'm not thinking of right now, but there's one in particular I'd never really thought about, but it's so true. I got this from my friends over on TikTok. They're the Cordell family, Hunter and Devin, and um, yeah, Devin is, uh, well, here, I'll just let you hear it. Take a listen to how she says this. What? It's a porter potty. Porter? Porter potty. No, it's not. I've said that my whole life. Yeah, portable potty. Yeah, you're probably right, but porter potty is what I say, and that's Don't how say, I say that it. anymore. But I'm going to. I mean, I say water, and it's not water; it's water. But I don't say water; I say water. It's just how I say it. Okay. I need to go outside and use the porter potty. Wow. Yeah. You want another one? I'll give you one more. Mm-hmm. This is one of those that'll get you. Rural. Can you say rural correctly? Or is it rural? <laughs> oh, another one. Another one. I'm just thinking of these just off the top of my head. Is it uh, crayon or crayon? Or is it crown? 
See, it's just weird. We say things so differently here in the South, but hey, it's something that should be celebrated, right? Yeah, own it, right? Mm -hmm. Here's We the Kingdom, Miracle Power, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Hey, you can catch them live coming up on Friday night at Winter Jam 2023 in Birmingham. More about that concert on our website, 885jfm.com. Hey, I just want to give a big thank you to everybody who went over to our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok pages and voted for the second round of Battle of the Poets. Yep, we've had sixth graders here in the studio from Marshall Christian Academy. They're working on public speaking. They wrote poems, they came in the studio, we recorded them, and each day we're doing a Battle of the Poets. And uh, so we're going to get one going this morning at 7.15, but a big thank you to everybody who's gone over to our socials and participated in this. You're really making a big difference in these kids lives and it's a great way of, of just connecting with each other as a community you know so hey keep up the good work and we'll have like i said that other round of a battle of the poets day three happening today at 7 15 and of course you know at the top of the hour i'm going to have the little something called the car line competition in fact the first person who plays is gonna win six gift cards for their correct answer so will it be you be ready at the top of the hour okay in the meantime, more great music. Matthew West, My Story, Your Glory. There are a bunch of people excited about some lights down in Boaz. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I know that lights can make a huge difference during the darkness, but I mean, come on, is it really that big a deal? Well, yes. Yes, it is. I'm going to tell you who it is and what's going on for the first time ever in the history of this establishment. Mm -hmm. Some really Happy college students. I'll tell you about them coming up next. But first, Toby Mac and see the light. I know this road is getting hard. Light makes life just a little bit easier, doesn't it? I mean, to be able to see what you're doing in the dark? Yeah, well, you know what? There are a bunch of college students who are really excited about some lights that just got installed at Sneed State Community College. Yep, on the baseball and softball field, they just put these light poles up and they're not quite operational just yet. But the addition of these lights at the stadium, well, it's going to help these kids tremendously. And I got to tell you, um, the guy who's kind of over all this, the, the, well, the head baseball coach, and he's also the assistant athletic director, Casey Underwood, says this is absolutely an amazing day as those light poles were being installed last Tuesday. He says it's been a long process that the former head baseball coach has tried to get done for more than 20 years and it's finally come to fruition. It's an exciting time and it's awesome to see for these kids. So, had a lot of thanks to give to a lot of people who made this happen. But like you said, this has been a journey of like 20 years, right? But what kind of impact is it gonna have on the student athletes? I'm glad you asked because I bet you didn't think about this. Lots of times when they play, it's at noon. Yeah, because baseball games can be kind of long, right? So to prepare for a 12 o'clock game, well, those athletes usually have to be on the field around 8 a.m. getting ready. That means, well, time is cut into their class. They, they have to actually be out of the classroom and on the field to get ready for the game. So this is going to help them stay in class longer that's one great plus. And their families who come to see them, well, they won't have to take an entire half a day to go see their kids play. Instead, they can go later on in the day. It's going to benefit the kids, the families, everybody all the way around. And I'm so glad that they're getting the lights that they need. You wouldn't think it'd make that big of a difference, but it really does. So, hey, we're celebrating Parson Baseball and Softball today. 
getting those lights and they're going to start playing under the lights very soon. They've yet to announce it. They're still working on getting, getting them just right, but pretty cool stuff happening right here in our community. I had to share it with you. So yeah, they're shining a light on that dark baseball field and they're going to have some fun. And I don't know, maybe you'll want to go out and watch them play sometime. Hey, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? When's the last time you went and watched a baseball game? Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. Oh yeah, it's time to crank this engine. We're gonna start the car line competition right about now. It's a trivia game. I ask the question, you call me up, give me the right answer, and for your correct answer, you win some gift cards. Yeah, uh, this morning, the first caller is gonna win six instead of three. Two to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, two to Albertville Home Bakery, and two to the Caring Heart Thrift Store in ARAV. So, you ready to play? Don't be nervous because I record the calls, go back and edit your voice to make you sound like a rock star on the radio. So, here we go. The first question of today's car line competition. What is the longest bone in the human body? Is it the humerus, the patella, the femur, or the tibia? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And I've already got a caller. Yay! All right, stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song and I'll get your answer. Your stars go dim with authority in the name of Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. Am I talking to Montgomery Hodges? Yes, sir. What's going on, bud? Going into school. All right, so I'm just curious. What are you looking forward to the most? about school today? Probably getting to get out of school for most of the day. For most of the day? What's going on? We're going to a play. A play? What play are you going to? Shrek. Where's it at? It's in Albertville somewhere. I love Shrek and Fiona and yeah, I love the, the play that they usually put on. Shrek shows him as a kid and how he has to leave his home. You're going to enjoy it. And Donkey is hilarious. So I think you're going to have fun. But we want to have a little fun before you have that fun. So here, here's your question. For the car line competition, what's the longest bone in the human body? Is it the humerus, the patella, the femur, or the tibia? The femur. Femur is correct. Where's that femur bone at? Your leg. It sure is. It's in your leg, and you just got it right. Montgomery, you just landed six gift cards. What do you think about that? It's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool, too. It's a lot of love you can share with a lot of people. You want to tell me about two really important people in your life today? Shout them out here on the radio. Let's go with my um, friends, Natalie and Christian. Natalie and Christian. What do you love about Natalie? Um, she's just really nice yeah. and sassy. <laughs> and sassy? <laughs> All right. How about Christian? Um, goofy. Goofy. So we got Goofy and Sassy, and you got some really good friends. I love it, man. Thank you so much for calling me this morning. I will get these gift cards sent your way, all right? Um, can I actually pass them along? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Sure. Wow, all six of them? Yes, sir. Okay, we can do it. What a big heart you have, sir. Hey, I hope you have the best day ever. Have fun at that play, and I hope you laugh so hard that it hurts, because it's going to be a good play. <laughs> Yes, I think it will be. I did a little, a little research while that was playing, and I found out that it's happening at Aggie Theater. Aggie Theater presents Shrek Jr. the Musical, brought to you by GPS Lake Gunnersville Power Sports. So when's it happening? Well, actually, it's going to be at the Albertville Fine Arts Center, Thursday at 7 o'clock, Friday at 7 o'clock, Saturday at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. All tickets are $10 each. All seats are first come, first serve. And it's going to be an amazing play. I know Montgomery's going to have fun at that one. Yeah, but you heard what he did, right? 
He passed his gift cards on. He was going to win six, so now they're nine up for grabs. I would say he actually started a little bit of a, yeah, that's right, a train. <laughs> so I wonder if you're going to cash in on these gift cards. Hmm, are you going to get nine when you play? Well, let's find out. I got another question here. Might as well go ahead and ask it. So here we go. Your next question on the car line competition. This one, it can be a little difficult, but I think you got this. What is the largest internal organ in the human body? Is it the heart, the spleen, the pancreas, or the liver? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what's the largest internal organ in the human body? The heart, the spleen, the pancreas, or the liver? All right, I've got a caller already. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I will get your answer. Here is Stephen Curtis Chapman. And don't lose heart. Having a blast here with the car line competition, but we got to switch gears here for just a minute because we've got a little something going on all week long called the Battle of the Poets. What happened was I had some sixth graders come into the studio from Marshall Christian Academy. They're working on public speaking. They all wrote poems and they came in the studio. I recorded them audio and video and we had a blast. So each day this week, I am putting some of those uh, poems actually read by their poets <laughs> here on social media and on the radio. So uh, just to give you a heads up, this is how it's going to work this morning. So I'm going to play them live here on the radio. And then I'm going to make sure to tell you, you need to go over to social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, and vote for your favorite poet. Whichever poem you like most out of these, I want you to go and vote. Just Type the name of the poet there in the comments and uh, I'll tally them up toward the end of the day and we'll figure out who won this round. But I got to give you a heads up on this. So yesterday, round two, Aaliyah Jolly actually just smoked the competition. She won by 27 votes. That is so cool. And hey, when you get on board with this and, and help us with this and you vote, you are really reaching a lot of people right here in our community. And I love this. We can impact uh, a lot of people's lives. We can connect with each other and, you know, come together for a really good cause. These kids, it could be real nervous coming into a studio and and uh, and getting in front of a microphone and being on camera and, and being recorded. It can be a nerve wracking thing, but these kids did it and they did such a good job. So without further ado. Day three of Battle of the Poets. Well, let's go ahead and play them for you. My name is Harley Peak, and I made the poem called Caught. One day long ago, a young man stole. He stole candy from a candy shop. But one day he got caught. He tried to lie, but his nose began to grow. He got in trouble even more because he lied. My name is Sydney McGrath, and I wrote the poem called The Truth. The Truth. Very few will accept it, but it's always there. In the dark behind closed doors. It's always there until you learn to open that door. And even then, it's still there, just not hidden anymore. I'm Riley, and I'm 11, and the title to my poem is The Tooth Fairy. Okay. Oh, the winds may blow, and the teeth may flow, while the little ones sleep, and the money will show, and the teeth will go low, 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 and the teeth go down below, but the money will still show, while the tooth fairy will go. Whoa! So what do you think? What do you think about these poems? Which one did you like the most? Mm. Well, now it's up to you. You've got to go and vote over on our socials. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. We would love to have your vote. 
tallied, and somebody is going to win today's round of Battle of the Poets. And it's decided by you. So, hey, you've got some power here. Why don't you go on over to our socials and take care of that? Let us know which one you like most. All right, sound good? Okay, let me get you back to some music, and then I'll come back and play that last answer for the car line competition. And uh, we'll do some weather word of life and then give you a chance to win some gift cards, too. So stick around. Good morning. Good morning. Who am I talking to? Aaliyah Jolly. Aaliyah. Oh, my. Aaliyah, you know something? I got to looking at all the votes for your poem. And it just so happens. Did, did you know you had 27 votes? No. 27 votes. You won round two of the Battle of the Poets. Girl, what do you think about that? That's great. Yeah, I think it's great, too. And here's something else. We could really have some fun this morning because, you know, you got the chance to win nine gift cards here uh, and it all hinges on whether or not you know the answer to my question. What's the largest internal organ in the human body? Is it the heart, the spleen, the pancreas or the liver? The liver. The liver is correct. Look at you winning gift cards like a boss. That's nine gift cards. That's a lot of love you can share with a lot of people. What do you think? That's great. Yeah, I think so too. So I want you to tell me about two very special people in your life that mean a whole lot to you. Oh, Wesley and Riley. Okay, tell me something special about each one of them. Riley has been my best friend for a very long time. And then Wesley, he's a gymnast and he's going on to regionals. Oh, cool. That's some pretty neat stuff there. you got some really cool friends. And you just got nine mm -hmm. gift cards. So all I need is your address, and I will get these gift cards sent your way. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Aaliyah Jolly, congratulations again. And yes, she is quite the poet. Her poem on round two of the Battle of the Poets won. How cool is that? Yeah, 27 votes. Wow. And we've got uh, today and tomorrow left on that Battle of the Poets. So I just want to remind you, it's over on our socials right now. You can go over there and vote for your favorite poem today. And that would really help us out because somebody's got to win this competition. They're going to get like a, a really cool gift at the end. So I'm just saying, the power's in your hands right now. So go on over and vote. Sound good? Thank you so much. Now your word of life. Today from Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. Wow, do you trust him today? Do you trust him enough to tell somebody else about him? Hey, why don't you use this word of life to start that conversation? It's really easy. You can even share it with somebody on socials right now. We've got it all across our social media platforms. Uh, plus, of course, you can go and vote for the Battle of the Poets. And, and you can go to our website and see that word of life and click that on now button to listen to us from wherever you happen to be. Like they're doing right now in Florida and Texas and Kansas and Alabama and all the way over in Helsinki, Finland. Uh, thanks for making us part of your day today okay so time is running out i've got to do something here and i think i might as well just go ahead and ask the question because i got another car line competition here ready to go do you feel like having some fun this morning i sure hope so here it is your next question for the car line competition a little harder this time it's an animal question what is the fastest swimming aquatic animal is it a dolphin a yellowfin tuna, a stingray, or 
a sailfish. 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, which of these sea creatures, these aquatic animals, swims the fastest? Is it the dolphin, the yellowfin tuna, the stingray, or the sailfish? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, more great music. There's my caller. I got Micah Tyler here with IC Grace. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's your name? Gracie May Puckett. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling me. Where are you headed right now, Gracie May? I'm going to school. To school? What school do you go to? Whitesboro. Oh, Whitesboro. What are you looking forward to about school today? Playing with my friends, having fun, and learning about All that sounds amazing. I've got a question for you. This is about animals. Now, I wonder if you know, which of these aquatic animals swims the fastest? Is it the dolphin, the yellowfin tuna, the stingray, or the sailfish? Sailfish. The sailfish is right. Look at you. How did you know that answer? Um, I googled it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, the sailfish can reach speeds of up to 68 miles per hour. That's really fast, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Gracie Mae, I need you to tell me about two very special people in your life. One of them is Miss Walter, and the second one is Miss Gray. Okay. Tell me something special about that first one. Well, Miss Walter is a teacher, and... Like, she's a third grade teacher. Yeah. And actually, someone in her class I met way before I went to um, Watchboro Elementary. Oh, wow. Very cool. All right, now tell me something special about that second person. Um, she's also a third grade teacher. And um, she's, like, very nice. And I um, hug her, like... Maybe every like morning or lunch, and she's just super sweet. Oh, that sounds like it. You say you give her hugs? Yeah. That is awesome. Sounds like you got some amazing teachers, Gracie May. Can I ask you one more thing? Sure. What do you like about listening to this radio station? Because I just like the gospel music, and I love answering the questions, and I just love you like asking the question. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad you enjoy it, Gracie May. I'll talk with you soon, okay? Okay. All right, bye. Bye. I love her answer to how she knew the answer to that question. Ah, I cheated a little bit. <laughs> I absolutely love that. You know what? You should use the resources at your disposal. It's an open book test. You got Google right there, right? Yeah. So thanks again, Gracie May, for playing. And I hope to hear it from you again very soon. All right. Hey, I've got some weather and some word of life to get to some ministry business impact partners, tell you about a concert or two and uh, tell you what, we'll, we'll have some more fun here. I've got another question I can ask for this car line competition. So stick around. Okay. Having all kinds of fun here on the car line competition. I've got one final question and it's an animal question. It's a little obscure. You might know it, you might not. I've never thought about this before until I was perusing, looking for good trivia questions. Here it is. Why do cats fit into small spaces? Is it because of their silky smooth hair? Is it because of their tiny noses? Is it because they have flexible collarbones? Or is it because they have tiny feet? 
256-505-0885 is the number to call. Let me know. You get it right, and you win some gift cards. How cool is that? I've just got a caller. We go ahead and capture that call. Stay on the phone line with me, please, while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's Mercy Me and Sam Wesley with On Our Way. Bud Williams, what's up, my friend? They're fur is a soft they can give in easy. Their fur? Yeah. Nope, that's not the answer I'm looking for, bud. Nice. Is it their feet? Nope, it's not even their feet. Their nose? Nope, not their nose. <laughs> hey, you got me on that. Don't sit in that chair and waste away. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. It's a couple friends, and they are taking a few travels together. In fact, they have a goal. They're on a mission to travel around the world in 80 days, and they're both in their 80s. How cool is that? Yep, I'm going to tell you the story coming up here on the show. So stick around. In the meantime, Matt Marr and Lizzie Morgan with Leaning. Age 81 and still on the run. We decided long ago, just go with the flow. Smile, number one. Absolutely, always smile. Don't get upset with anyone. Just smile. Sandy Hazlip and Ellie Hamby are on a mission. They are going to travel around the world in 80 days. And you just heard right there, they're 81. <laughs> now, there are a few things that kind of help them along this journey. One is they both have had total knee replacements, so they have no problems at all getting around and some secrets to their traveling they do not travel first class that's right they keep things a little on the cheap side and uh, hey if you're going to travel as much as they're planning on traveling you have got to keep things affordable right they are planning to visit 18 countries in just over two and a half months plus see nine wonders of the world and see all seven continents what do you think about that that's a pretty big goal, especially in your 80s, right? It could be a bucket list item, but here's what I take away from this. These ladies aren't letting anything stop them. I absolutely love their commitment to this, this uh, mission that they're on. Here, take a, a listen to a little more from these ladies. I think the number one thing is meeting people. Yeah. We love people. We just love to talk to people. And the world is full of the greatest, most exciting, most interesting people. Yeah, pretty cool stuff, huh? They've been friends now for a couple decades, and they're just living it up. A lot of people kind of compare them to, I don't know, you probably heard of Lucy, yeah, and Ethel. <laughs> they're a lot like those ladies. But, you know, it's really cool because so many people think, well, what am I going to do in retirement? I feel like there's just nothing. Am I just going to sit around and do nothing all day? No, you don't have to do that at all. In fact, they have a message for you. Don't sit in that chair and waste away. If you don't use it, you lose it. So a little inspiration from Sandy and Ellie living their best life and traveling around the world in their 80s. How cool is that? I just wanted to share it with you because it's one of those stories you don't hear very often, right? People who are up in age still living life to the fullest. And I hope that's you today. Maybe you've come to the point where you've already retired. Maybe even your grandkids are raised and you're like, I don't have anything to do. Well, no, find something you're passionate about and dive into it. Hey, you never know how much fulfillment it'll bring you. Plus, you never know how many people's lives you can touch through doing that thing. So look at these ladies. 
They didn't plan on getting any publicity about doing what they're doing right now, but CBS caught up with them and said, hey, we want to tell your story. And a big thank you to CBS Saturday morning for sharing that story with us. All right, more great music headed your way. I hope that inspired you. I've got David Leonard with Good Lord right here, right now on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. It's time to geek out just a little bit. When I play this theme music, you might know what I'm talking about. You might not. Let's see what level of geek you might be. Right? It's it's a little out there. It's a little deep. It sounds a little dark, Stephen. What's going on there? Well, I can tell you that is the Mandalorian theme music. Mm -hmm. When you hear that, you know you're about to watch some kind of uh, Mandalorian tale. Yeah, I'm a geek. Okay, Star Wars, I'm right there for it. Star Trek? Uh-huh, I'm a Trekkie too. How about Stargate? Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the idea of passing through a gate that takes you to different planets. I'm a sci-fi nut. So... I love that I get to talk about this just a little bit on the radio. Not enough to make you tune out, hopefully, but just enough to keep you interested, okay? That's what I'm trying to do. So, I came across a story that it's kind of surprising, but kind of not. Now, if you watch Mandalorian, you know that you can find it over on Disney+. And actually, season three just debuted last week. Every Wednesday, there is a new episode, which means today, the second episode will release. And John Favreau is the guy who directs, writes these things. He's done an amazing job with all the characters. But I found out something about the set design that just blew my mind. And it's from somebody over on TikTok who did a little research. And you see, with The Mandalorian, there comes this whole idea of a different language. Kind of like with Star Trek. You remember that, how you have Klingon? Yeah, well, with Mandalorian, you have mandalore uh. And that is the language that they use. Just so happens, on one of the tablets in the background, on the premiere episode last week, there just happened to be actual passages from the book of Exodus in the Bible. It was written in Mandalora, but it was straight from the book of Exodus. I thought this was so cool. It was talking about, you know, the plagues of Egypt and all that stuff. But it's so neat that sometimes these directors and set designers will hide inspirational stuff in some really weird places. You just don't see it. It's kind of like a subliminal message. But when you're really deep into this thing, you can figure out what this these different characters means. Almost like hieroglyphic kind of stuff, right? So I just thought it was neat. I had to pass it along to you. So I'm glad to see the Bible making it into some of our TV shows, even if it's, you know, not really front and center it's right there in the background so if you've not started watching mandalorian yet oh my goodness you probably heard about baby yoda right well his name is actually not baby yoda his name is grogu and there's a lot of characters to get to know but hey maybe that's not quite your cup of tea and to each their own i respect that but i'm really loving this new season of mandalorian and like i said the new episode releases today i'm kind of put off by this whole idea of releasing at the same day every week it almost feels like tv i'm kind of one of those people is like hey put it all at one time so i can binge watch it and be done with the entire season but this kind of makes me wait so i guess it's good for me <laughs> danielle silverstein says that she is a hot mess mom and i wonder if you ever feel the same way as a parent it's like i don't have it all together I really don't. In fact, I'm kind of, you know, skating by just barely by the skin of my teeth. 
by the seat of my pants. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> None of us have a handbook, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, she makes some pretty relatable statements and a little post that she put up on Facebook. I just want to read her words to you and see if you can relate. She says, okay, full disclosure, I really am a hot mess mom. I am consistently five steps behind where I should be in the world of responsible adulting. Like for real, never once have I thought to myself, I should, well, I think I'm actually tackling this whole parenthood thing. Nope. She's never said that. <laughs> nope. Not once. Do I think I'm a good mom? Yeah, I really do. But I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination and that's okay. I'm realizing I'm not so sure having it all together and being a good mom or even synonymous. I don't think it's any reflection on, well, anything, in my opinion. So I'm coming forward to say it to everyone. I'm a hot mess, and I kind of just want to embrace it and move on, because I have more important issues on which to dwell. I am that mom who doesn't do dishes at night before I go to bed. I do dishes when I get around to doing dishes. I'm that mom who grabs her kids' clothes out of the dryer in the morning because nothing is folded and put away. Yeah, I'm that mom who forgets to send in forms and gets calls reminding me that yes, I need to send in those forms. I'm that mom who misses a birthday party or an appointment from time to time because I forgot to put it in my calendar. I'm that mom who forgets to RSVP and gets a last minute text asking if my kid is coming to the party. Yeah, I'm that mom who screams all morning to get the kids out of the house because we are all running late. And I'm that mom who packs a crazy one food group lunch because I haven't gotten around to going food shopping. I'm that mom who lets your kids have endless screen time and sometimes, okay, more than sometimes, just because I don't feel like fighting and need to get a few things done. A little more than sometimes endless screen time. I'm that mom who has piles upon piles upon piles in the house of papers, books, and projects to go through that I say every day I'll take care of, but I never do. I'm also that mom whose kids are safe. I'm also that mom whose kids are, for the most part, happy. I'm also that mom whose home has lots of love and, and laughter. And I'm that mom who cheers on her kids and is their biggest fan. I'm also that mom who's constantly working to shower her kids and show them that they are accepted no matter what. Shower them with comments, compliments. I'm also that mom who takes her kids to do cool stuff and have great experiences. I'm also that mom who loves being a mom. I'm definitely a hot mess mom, but I'm still pretty fabulous. And my fellow hot mess moms, you are fabulous too. <laughs> wow. You know, she put it so well, didn't she? Because none of us really have it all together. I can tell you from experience. I, I've watched like uh, different channels, different different accounts on TikTok. And there, there's like this whole side of TikTok they call clean talk. It's all these people who organize and put everything together. Everything has its proper place and it's, it's you know, just perfectly set out. I mean, I don't have time for that. Do you have time for that? I mean, it's like a picture perfect world out there on Instagram, but real life is happening. Uh, let me tell you this and I'll let you get back to the music. When I was a kid, <laughs> my mom, had a hanger that she put on her doorknob to her room. It said, a clean room is a sign of a sick mind. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious at the time, but now as I'm older, I'm, I'm 40 years old and I'm realizing, whoa, that makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of other stuff that requires your attention besides cleaning 
your room. Sure, it's important to have a nice space. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I, I'm not saying it, it needs to be nasty or all you know, gross with trash everywhere. No, but if it's you know, if it's somewhat decently put together, that's okay because your house, well, it's lived in. It's not going to look like a magazine, and that's okay because you've got your mind on other things and other responsibilities. So I'm just saying, mom, dad, we're in this thing together. It's okay if. You don't have it all together sometimes. It's okay if the house looks a mess. Yeah, you're still doing a good job. So keep it up, okay? All right. Thanks for hanging out with me. And stick around. We've got an hour of show left. What are we going to talk about? I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So hang out with me. And just in case you have to step away because of that thing called work, you know you can always tune us in, keep us in the background, at your cubicle, at work, at your desk, or, you know, just on your smartphone, it's real easy. Just go to our website, 885JFM.com. Click that on now button, press play, and you're good to go. We'd love to keep you company all day long. All right, stick around. I got Zach Williams and Heart of God. But first, I want to play something from Ann Wilson. It's called Hey Girl, <laughs> right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. You ever have printer problems at work, even at home? I mean, the toner's low or it won't print because it says you don't have enough of this color ink. It's like, I'm not even using that color. I'm doing black and white. It says, I don't care. You don't have this ink, so I'm not printing. <laughs> it's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, well, tell you what, it's not just ink anymore in those printers. In fact, just the other day, as I was picking up my daughter from school, I asked her, I said, what did you do in STEM lab today? She said, well, we are doing some 3D printing. I'm like, really? Wow. And she told me, yep. She went ahead and wrote down what she wanted printed. She said she wanted a brown bear to remind her of the Smoky Mountains as a keychain. So <laughs> they're working on all kinds of stuff in our local schools. But you know, there's something really cool about these 3D printers. Now you can get filament and you can make little plastic things, little knickknacks and things like that. Or you could even use some other materials. Yeah. I know that there are companies now who actually 3D print houses. Yeah. Layer by layer by layer. It's pretty amazing. They're bringing down the cost of a lot of construction materials and things like that. And, and one company is trying to do the same thing in the space industry. Now, they're not building houses or laboratories. No. Instead, they're building rockets. Yep. You heard that right. They are building rockets. Relative Activity Space is the name of this company. They operate all across the country. And by the way, I've got to change my, my uh, music bed in the background now because we're talking about, about space. And I think we just we need a countdown here. So there we go. That's more like it. Mm -hmm. I love this track, by the way. <laughs> so what's going on with Relativity Space is they're 3D printing rockets to send small payloads into space. And at least initially, it's gonna be small payloads. Like uh, today, actually, at one o'clock, Cape Canaveral, one o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock our time. Um, yeah, they're going to be lifting off. They're gonna be blasting Terran 1 into space. It's just a test, but it's pretty cool because it's used of 85% printed materials. Future rockets will reach 95% of those printed materials and even have additive manufactured boosters as well. So it's cutting down the cost, plus cutting down emissions because they're using a liquid oxygen propellant that's gonna act as the fuel 
It'll make it the first rocket ever to leave the atmosphere on natural gas fuels. So they're really changing the game when it comes to space travel. So we'll see how this works. You can watch uh, an actual uh, live stream over on YouTube. Just look up Relativity Space. And at noon today, they're supposed to be blasting off. So we can all watch history unfold. But stories like this, I have to share. Because, I mean, space is so near and dear to our community, right? I mean, Huntsville just down the road. You've got the Space and Rocket Center where you can see the replica of the Saturn V rocket. You can see the real thing actually there on premises as well. If you've never done that, you need to go check that out. Marshall Space Flight Center and oh, by the way, Space and Rocket Center and news media, guess what we called that place? Sprocket. Yep, Space and Rocket. Sprocket. So anyway, <laughs> a little insider information there. Alright, hey, more great music headed your way, but I just had to get you up to date on what's going on in space news. I'm kind of out there myself i love stuff like that so all right more great music i've got crowder forgiven right now right here on the lifeline morning show hey thanks for hanging out with me glad we can talk about all kinds of stuff i know that a lot of little girls dream about having a baby of their own to take care of right why is that those baby dolls are everywhere Right? My daughter Grace was the same way. She loves baby dolls and wagging them around and changing their diapers and feeding them and all that. A lot of imaginative play, right? Yeah, well, let me tell you. Once these kids get into high school, uh, sometimes in some of their classes, they might get one of those baby simulators where they actually have what represents a baby. It cries, it spits up, it, it has to have its diapers changed, all that other stuff. So how do those little girls deal with these little simulators i've got a really funny story to share with you coming up so stick around you might chuckle just a little bit lauren is an amazing mom and she has a full house but let me just tell you her high schooler was really having a tough time with the project from school you see what happened was there was a early childhood education class that little olivia was taking now keep in mind she's in high school and part of this class, well, one of the projects you have to do is take home a baby simulator. Yeah. And so for three days, you have to take care of this little baby robot. <laughs> it was a little more than Olivia could handle, let's just say. Oh, by the way, his name is William. And uh, yeah. Uh, so you see, Lauren, she posted on Facebook a little bit about these three days. And she said it was rough. Uh-huh. She says, my favorite moment so far is when Olivia came into my room last night around 3 a.m. She was crying real tears while feeding him his bottle. She was begging me to help her because she just wanted to get some sleep. And Lauren, well, she responded with, yeah, no. <laughs> and she couldn't help but be amused while Olivia kind of struggled to care for this robot baby. To make matters worse, there was also a real baby in their house three-week-old Violet, which was uh, <laughs> Olivia's younger sister. <laughs> so it's, it's just a funny story. She says that the baby and the robot baby were crying in unison that night. Yeah, then Olivia kept coming in the room. She had moments where she was just crying out of exhaustion. So this full house, got a robot baby and a real baby, crying going on, nobody's getting any sleep. Olivia says it was horrible. Sometimes I just cry in the middle of the night because it wouldn't stop crying. It also would not burp. It takes like 40 minutes just hitting it in the back to get it to burp. Then it finally burps. And like 10 minutes later, it wants to do the whole thing over again. 
I'm so tired, she says. <laughs> Olivia learned a lesson. And, you know, she thought she did a really good job taking care of this robot baby. But turns out she failed the assignment. Yep, she did not get a passing grade because she forgot to rock the baby whenever the sensor went off. So that was one mark. And another mark was that she didn't hold the baby quite right. Sometimes. Yeah. In fact, she found out that, as it turns out, I broke its neck seven times. I have no clue how. I thought I did so well. I took care of that baby, Olivia said. It's a lot harder than you might think. Now, Olivia having siblings, you think, well, she'd be ready to, to be able to care for a, a child, right? I mean, she sees it going on around her all the time. No, just because you have brothers and sisters doesn't mean you're ready to take care of a baby. So what happened next? Well, she got a second shot at it. William got to go back to where he came from. And then, well, there was another robot baby. Mm -hmm. And this time, she did a lot better. So... <laughs> It's one of those stories. These little ones, they want so bad to have, you know, a little baby to take care of. And then when they get the opportunity, sometimes it just doesn't work out. But to say that uh, a baby is not in Olivia's 10-year plan, I think is an understatement. She says, I don't even want to have kids because of that thing. So, <laughs> wow, she learned a lesson, huh? Hey, thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. I know, right? Taking care of kids is so hard, yet somehow you're doing it, mom and dad, and you're doing a great job of it, too. So keep up the good work. And I know, I know sometimes you're sleep deprived, but that's just part of it. You're going to make it through. Your Sidewalk Profits with You Love Me Anyway. Got a question for you. You ever stop talking in the middle of a sentence because you realize no one was ever listening to you in the first place? So you kind of sit there and pretend like nothing ever happened. That ever happened to you or is it just me? You know, sometimes in that moment, you can really feel defeated. It's like, wow, really? I'm not even important enough to listen to. You don't want to hear what I have to say. I can't contribute to this conversation. But one thing I've realized as I've gotten older is yes, it's real easy to get offended. But so many times you just don't have a clue what the other person is going through. And I'm not saying that to defend them in any way because you, your voice should be heard. You should matter in that conversation. But I don't know, sometimes I wonder if they're going through a lot. Maybe something else is on their mind. Maybe they're dealing with a lot of things in their life right now and they just, they're kind of focused on that. They didn't mean to tune you out, but somehow it just happened. I just want to give you a little encouragement today. Give them the benefit of the doubt there. Don't think that you just don't matter enough for them to listen to you. Maybe think about what might be going through their mind at that moment. What they might be dealing with at this particular time. Because, hey, I've been there before too. Where I've had something so on my mind, somebody was trying to talk to me, I, I had no idea what they were saying. I didn't even hear them. I didn't mean to do that at all. So a little understanding, a little mercy, a little grace goes a long way. So you might even use it in that instance. You might use it as an opportunity to start a conversation about what they might be thinking about. Maybe you could help them through it. You never know. We're here for each other though, right? So growth is a great thing. And I absolutely love to see new businesses popping up. These new constructions, these new places to go. You know, Highway 55 here, um, the new diner. I, I've noticed this thing going up for a while now. They finally got the signage out. It's here in Gunnersville. It's supposed to be like a, a 50s diner kind of feel. It looks really cool, right? 
But, you know, I knew that they were building that, but I didn't know that they were putting in a Scooter's Coffee like right next door. In fact, it was like two days and Scooter's was up. It's like, where did that come from, right? And I know a lot of people have really enjoyed some Scooter's Coffee around here in Gunnersville. Well, I've got a little news to pass along to you. I just got a hold of this. My wife sent this to me and said, hey, look what's coming to ARAB. <laughs> Michael Higdon over on Facebook says, I'm very happy to announce that we are beginning construction on a new Scooter's Coffee location in ARAB. It'll be located at 1276 North Brindley Mountain Parkway. It's in between Zaxby's and Taco Bell. Excited to serve and be a part of the ARAB community. How cool is that? So yeah, another coffee place coming to ARAB. It's, it's nice to have new places to see growth happening. It's just a sign that your economy is, is doing pretty well, you know? glad to see this kind of movement this kind of growth so i don't know maybe you're noticing that in your community too and i just don't know about it yet what why don't you let me know email me steven it's s-t-e-v-e-n at 885jfm.com i'd love to know what you're excited about in our community or what you really think is going to be awesome and what you just got to talk about again it's steven s-t-e-v-e-n at 885jfm.com all right Real easy. Back to the music that you love before I have to say goodbye for the day. I'm kind of sad about that, but hey, it's going to be all right. It's going to be a gorgeous day too. So stick around. I'll say goodbye right after Blessing Offer and his new song. It's called Believe right here on The Lifeline. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today here on The Lifeline Morning Show. It's been a blast. I'll see you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10. I hope you have the best day ever. And thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. We're honored that you make us part of your day.